Welcome back to another episode of Team Building Tips with Dan Talbot. We'll be right back with Dan, but uh, we want to acknowledge our podcast partners, We Coach and the Global Community of Women in High School Sports. Check out both of these great organizations and get involved. That's We Coach and the Global Community of Women in High School Sports. Now let's hear from our podcast sponsors. We want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive. Their indoor scoring tables and video boards not only generate income for your department, but also create the ultimate game day experience for your student-athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and schedule a live web demo and see their tables and their boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com to see exactly what their fantastic products can do for you. That's sidelineinteractive.com or sales at sidelineinteractive.com. Check them out. We also want to say thanks to uh, Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also connects you with the 95% of the players and the parents who really love your program, and it helps demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials. And then email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student-athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. We also want to say thanks to Final Forms. Uh, Final Forms is the industry leader in registration and forms, but there's so much more than that. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility. They've got reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and all the forms that come with athletics. Final Forms can also help your coaches with communication and attendance. And for athletic directors, Final Forms can help you with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. You know, it's time that you talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake to get started with Final Forms. We also want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Go to hometownticketing.com. They're going to show you how to sell your tickets online and scan the attendees that come to your games. They'll also show you how to collect your revenue. And every step of the way, you'll have a dedicated client success manager providing hands-on support. Go to hometownticketing.com. They'll also show you how to set up uh, online ticketing for things like school dances, for theater productions, music concerts, even graduation. That's hometownticketing.com. Simple and easy online ticketing. We also want you to go to Gipper. Go to gipper.com and see how athletic directors are creating world-class marketing content for their school social media channels. You can do it in seconds on any device and you don't need any design experience. Go to gipper.com. Tell them you heard about it on the podcast. Use the podcast code ADPOD10 and get 10% off. That's gipper.com. Create custom branded content for your school's social media channel. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to huddle.com and see how over 200,000 teams across 40 different sports use Huddle to capture, analyze, and learn from video and data. 
as a football coach, I used huddle for years, but as an AD, we were a huddle school and our coaches just loved the smart cameras, the mobile apps. Of course, they love the analytics, but there's so much more. Huddle has a solution at a professional grade level, whether you're a club coach, a youth coach, high school, college, or even a pro coach. Go to huddle.com. We believe in sports and teams believe in huddle. That's huddle.com. We also want to say thanks to SnapRaise. Go to snapraise.com and check out their fundraising platform. Get away from the fundraising headaches of the past. There's no selling, there's no inventory, there's no list management. And what's more important, it works. Our coaches use SnapRaise and it was just fantastic. And choosing the best fundraiser for you and your group is critical. SnapRaise is easy, it's effective, it's safe. And like I said, it works. Go to snapraise.com and check out the thousands and thousands of dollars that they've helped programs just like yours raise using SnapRaise. Change your fundraising game plan and start a fundraiser that works for you. Go to snapraise.com. And we want to thank the good folks at Vital Signs Wall of Fame for their help. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com and check out their interactive touchscreen consoles and their library of templates to help you recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. If you're looking for a great way to show off your school's record boards for all the sports, for all the events, okay, and your Hall of Fame, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Okay? Let them help you showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. You can also email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com to get started. Welcome back, everyone, to another team building tip with Dan Talbot. This is episode number 20. Every Thursday, Dan Talbot, certified master athletic administrator and the senior athletic director for Polk County Schools in Florida, shares a team building tip with our listeners. So, Dan, what do you got for us this week? Uh, this one's, you know, kind of relates to, you know, kind of the epidemic that's really going around our country right now is the, the official shortage. But what people aren't realizing, and, and especially young athletic administrators, um, coach retention is becoming a big issue um, in our country right now. And a couple tips, you know, as an athletic administrator, whether you're older, seasoned, younger, just new at this is your coaches need to feel valued. Um, they need to feel protected, you know, from the parents in the community if needed be. Um, and they also need to feel supported. And what I mean by supported is, you know, are they allowed to attend clinics and conferences? Are they allowed to get better? You know, we have a new superintendent this year and we did a, uh, a five-year study on every sports program at every one of our schools in Polk County on who the coach was, who the athletic director was, their win-loss records, accomplishments, grade point averages, and, <clears throat> and we looked at it as a whole. And, and our superintendent said, you know, before you fire a coach, um, what has the athletic director done to make them a better coach? What opportunities were afforded to that coach to become a better coach let's just not get rid of people because we're getting rid of people and, and that really hit home with 
with my new superintendent and I in thinking about that is what have we done as athletic administrators to give, you know, coaches the opportunity to get better. And then you start thinking about coaches leaving and coming and how hard it is to find coaches. I mean, you know, you, you look at the issue with, with teachers, you know, more and more stress and expectations are put on teachers these days that, you know, in Polk County at 205, when that bell rings, you know, <clears throat> you know, they're in the parking lot trying to get out just as fast as the kids are. And they don't want to stay after and coach like they used to. I mean, you think about how many, you know, coaches, you know, compared to when, you know, you and I were growing up, they were all teachers. And now we've shifted to that movement where they're all community coaches or getting involved because they're, they're, their son or daughter's involved, which is a whole nother, you know, topic alone is dealing with a coach who has a son or daughter in the program. But in order to keep coaches around, they got to, number one, obviously enjoy what they're doing. Um, make them part of the process. I mean, especially if you're, you know, building your athletic department and, you know, going over policies and procedures or your do's and don'ts, whatever you call them, you know, how many coaches do you have on your committee? I know when we were, when we were doing our um, COVID protocols, because in Florida, believe it or not, I mean, you know, we felt it didn't exist, but it did. Um, and things were a little bit different here in the South than they were up in the North. But we were kind of, we really didn't have a lot of guidance. Um, so we had to sit down and come up with our own. And the first thing I did was, is get a coach from each sport that I trusted in the county to sit down because, you know, the last thing I want to do is say, hey, you're going to do X, Y, and Z. And then have a coach come back and say, coach, hey, I love X, I love Z, but Y is impossible. There's no way that that could happen. So I always try to make coaches part of the process uh, when we're doing things like that, especially when we're making overall changes to our policies and procedures. One, so they feel part of it. Two, uh, in a district like my size, you can't have every coach involved because you'll never get anywhere. Just like, but if they're part of the process, then you, you know, you have a coach defending you as well, saying why we did what we did and they can understand it. Um, but, you know, those coaches need to feel valued. And how many times has an AD went up to a coach and said, hey, coach, you're doing a great job and I, I appreciate you being here. You know, I just had a, uh, one of my network guys stop by the office today and um, we have a new network manager for that oversees the whole district. And all he could talk about was how he got a birthday card with a Starbucks gift card. And it was his first time in 22 years working for this district that someone ever did something like that for him. So how many of us as athletic directors have even, have you ever even thanked your coach for coaching? Um, especially the good ones, the good ones where you don't have any issues. You don't have to worry about them. They get their schedule to you on time. Their, their bus requests on time. The parents never get to you because the coach handles it on the front end. They have their parent meetings. You know, they're not, they're excited to be there every day. And I mean, but we are just as much as blame for coaches retention as anything else is because how many, we don't thank them enough and or show appreciation for them or do things. You know, I think some athletic directors make the mistake of getting in this position because I'm a firm believer is when people get in athletic administration, a lot of them get in for the very reason like, what? I'll be the AD. What do you mean? I don't have to teach anymore. Yeah, I'll do that. 
and 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 that's how and that's their mindset getting into athletic administration which frustrates me because it's like anything else you know if you're a coach and a coach does something wrong is that everyone's perception of a coach you know well if ad's are getting into it just because they don't have to teach and be in front of kids anymore then that's not the right attitude to have um but coaches need to feel valued they need to feel they have a working relationship with the athletic director and my deal as when I was a school-based athletic director is I'm your assistant coach. What can I do to make your life easier and your life better as an athletic director? You know, because here's the thing, this is what I needed from them. I got to have every student athlete that has a physical. They have to have the eligibility packet turned in. You know, these things are non-negotiables. You know, I need you to follow the rules. I don't need to babysit you. If, if the Florida High School Athletic Association says the maximum allowable practice is for three hours, I need to know when I go home, you're not going to go three and a half. And, but what can I do for you? Do I need to set up the gym for you? You know, if you're a community coach, if they come in and get the gym set up for them, there's a lot of things you can do that makes coaches' life easier, that they're, they're going to want to stay around. They're not going to leave. Because coaches are just like kids. They always think the grass is greener on the other side and they're going to chase that. But as an athletic administrator, you know, do your job as their assistant coach. You know, you're trying to make their life easier because when their life is easier, everything else seems to fall into place because you have to rely on Because, you know, as an athletic director, I view um, my coaches just like I did when I was a coach as my kids. So, um, I have my athletic directors that I deal with on a daily basis, but I allow the coaches to have direct access to me. Uh, but I do tell them, I said, you know, I'm going to let your AD know that we talked, but I view all the coaches in our county as my kids. I want to be involved. I want to know what they're doing. Things are changing uh, and make them feel part of the program. And obviously, you know, we got our first raise for coaches this year and uh, it was a pretty significant one. It was, I mean, for our basketball coaches, it was a 50% raise. And so they're ecstatic, but it didn't happen overnight. It took six years. It took six years of building relationships with our, our teacher union and stuff like that. But we want our coaches to feel valued, part of the process, a trusting relationship. And it doesn't happen every year or at every place. But as a young athletic administrator or an old athletic administrator, your coaches, everyone needs to feel valued. And I think one of the biggest words, and it goes back to relationships too. Um, if coaches don't feel respected, they're going to leave. They're going to go somewhere where they feel they get that respect. Uh, again, you're you're so right. And our experience as ADs, you know, I think similar but different. You're at a, a big county school, multiple schools, multiple ADs. Uh, I was the AD at a private school. It's not a lot of teams and coaches, but. I did that exact thing um, when I was first hired, uh, when I first came to McClay in Tallahassee, I sent out an email during the summer to every single coach, you know, and they knew who I was, but I just said, hey, uh, please come in sometime this summer, just want to talk, get to know you. And almost every single coach, a um, head coach, assistant, middle school coach came in. And the very first thing I uh, said to them was, how can I make your job more fun? You know, what can I take off your plate? You know, they used to have to submit all their rosters to, you know, FHSAA and, uh, you know, home campus. Uh, they had to fundraise. They had to do all these things. And I just said, I just want you to coach the kids. Okay. If there's, you know, if you want a schedule, 
go ahead and schedule, but let me do your scheduling. Tell me who you want to play. Tell me who you don't want to play. I'll put your schedule together. I'll never confirm it until I talk to you, but let me take stuff off your plate. And that, uh, it was probably the single greatest thing I ever did as an AD. And I didn't invent it. It was just, you know, something that, uh, had developed, uh, in, in my mind that I wanted to do. Um, the other thing, you know, we're talking to ADs right now. Most of our audience is athletic directors and your message is spot on, you know, help your coaches, you know, um, you know, do the things that you can to make their life more fun and they'll stick around. But at the same time, um, you as an AD listening, you need to make sure that you're connected with the FIAAA because it's the FIAAA's role, task, mission to make your life easier as an AD. Um, so you, if you're not coming to the state conference, if you're not participating, if you're not volunteering to be on a committee or something like that, then you're missing out. And everybody has a different situation. I know there's ADs listening that you teach six out of six classes, you're coaching three sports, and then, oh, by the way, you're also the athletic director. And, and there's people like, when I was an AD, I was an AD, that's all I did, quote, all I did. Uh, and so we know that Dan and I know the job's challenging, but, you know, reach out to somebody like, well, let's say Dan Talbot, who's on our FIAAA board. Uh, if, if you need some help as an AD, if you haven't got that birthday card with the Starbucks, uh, uh, coupon in it. Okay. Reach out to Dan, reach out to anybody on the FIAAA board. Heck, even reach out to me. I'll put you in touch with somebody, uh, because the FIAAA is there to help you. Uh, and, and it goes back to your thing, you know, when I was a school-based athletic director, you know, our scores of every, all our team sports have to be reported into uh, an online platform. And <clears throat> I always tell the coaches, after the game, text me um, whether you won or lost, you know, and they're like, I'll put your scores in for you. And here's the funny thing is, they thought I was doing it for them to make their life easier which I was, but I was also doing it for me. Because how many times have you walked into a school at 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning and somebody goes, hey, coach, baseball team win last night? Okay, well, you were at home watching something on TV. You have no idea, you know, if it was a normal circumstance, whether they won or not, because they're on the road. And you're like, oh, man, I got a night off. I'm not traveling two hours. But if the coach texts you the score and you input it into the online system and you walk in at 6 30 in the morning and, and say a secretary goes, hey, baseball team. Yes, ma'am. Six to seven. Great game. You weren't there. And they're like, you know, and, and so it also helps you as an athletic administrator. So, you, you know, even if, like you said, putting in their rosters where you get to know the kids. Now you get to see because you can't be at every practice. You can't do all those different things. And you should come by practice. I mean, and visit with coaches at practice and watch how they're doing them. But the first time, I'll tell you, the first time I went to a, a practice um, was with my soccer team at uh, the school I was AD at, and I went there. And as soon as I showed up, practice stopped. Kids started snickering, pointing at one kid. Coach told him, hey, get some water, get some water. And he comes running over, he goes, hey, is everything okay? I was like, well, not really. I came to watch you practice and you seem to call it time out and you're over here talking to me and he's like well what do you mean I was like well I'm here to watch you practice and he's like well what's wrong I said nothing's wrong and he's like no one's in trouble it's like not that I know of 
unless you need to tell me something. He's like, no. I was like, I can't wait to watch. He goes, I said, look, if I ever come out to practice unannounced, I'm just here to watch. So when going out to practice, you know, they're just used to athletic directors being there when something negative occurs and not when something's positive. I always went out to practice just for the simple fact that I wanted to see the coach's coach, if I could learn something, because uh, you'll be amazed what you can learn when other coaches from other sports get together and you watch other coaches. There's little things you can pick up. But when I found out that the only time they saw the athletic director there was in a negative way, I knew that part of changing the culture at the school was that was I was going to have to visit multiple practices all the time and, and cut up with the kids and let them know that, you know, who I am and I support the kids. I think, you know, because, you know, kids aren't in the way. Coaches and kids aren't the same as they were. You know, they don't respect you because of the position you're in. They respect you because, you know, they got to know you and build a relationship with you. And, and then, they, then they respect the position. Yeah, and again, I, I can echo that. Uh, I was at a number of schools, uh, you know, in my career, and I would hear it frequently as the the new AD. We've never had an athletic director come to one of our games. You know, we never had the athletic director come to practice. So you're right. You know, you, you well, need to yeah. get out there because it's the right thing to do. But you're the athletic director. Where else would you be but watching those practices and supporting the kids and coaches? Well, and and, and it goes vice versa. You know, when I was at Winter Haven High School in, in uh, Polk County, you know, our girls' basketball team is unbelievable. And the head coach walked in my office one day to get something. I said, hey, swing by before you get to school. He was a community coach. I said, I got some stuff for you. Well, he came at lunch. And about seven of his players are in my office. And I had a pretty big office back then. It was almost like a mini classroom where I had a table and a little conference room in the office. And they're just sitting in there eating lunch. Well, of course, he comes in and, and starts laying out, why are you in the athletic director's office? And, and then he told, you know, he told me to get out. He's like, you know, after he figured out why, he's like, Coach, I've never seen that before. Like, why do you My girls want to hang out with you. I said, they want to eat lunch in here. They can eat lunch in here. I don't care. But I said, but, you know, when I got to have that conversation with them about sportsmanship, you know, I had built the foundation of a relationship saying we don't act that way instead of only being that guy that sees them when they're negative. But that goes back to supporting the coach and retention of coaches. And the coaches got to know that you're on their team and not against them. And here's the thing, too. One of my philosophies in Polk County is I tell every AD this. You don't have to like your coach. You don't have to get along with your coach. But ask yourself this simple question. Is that coach good for kids? And if they are, then support them. Because a lot, a lot of times adults want to, let's say, punish another adult or make their life difficult. But at the end of the day, what are you doing? You're punishing kids. And so don't let your relationship with a coach that you may not let it get along with, because you don't want to hang out, with, out, hang out with them outside of work. If they're good for kids, let them be and support them. Because you don't got to be friends with everybody. And trust me, I like it when I just had a business relationship with all my coaches. It's it's tough when you when you have your friends as coaches, because them are the ones you get you have to tend to keep out of trouble because they think they can get away with more. 
Yeah, again, just another great uh, lesson, you know, for our listeners about, you know, what's good for the program, what's good for kids. And again, you know, it's, you know, we, we would tell our players as a football coach, you know, this, hey, you don't have to like everybody, but you do have to love your teammates. You know, you, you, you got to love them as teammates. So you got to give those coaches some love, help them get better. Uh, who knows, you may end up liking them, but you got to love them. Good stuff. Dan, once again, you do this every week. Um, if one of our listeners uh, is new to the show, they want to reach out, pick your brain a little bit. And listeners, I certainly encourage you to do so. What's the best way they can get a hold of you? Best way to get a hold of me is reach me on my cell phone, which is 863-661-0647. Again, 863-661-0647. I don't mind if you call or text because every coach has my number, every parent has my number. And, it, you know, it just goes back to that parent relationship. I'd rather call me first, get a hold of me first. We can deal with the issue and get it resolved. So if I can help you anyway, call me and I'll do my best. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks again for sharing. For our listeners, uh, we do this every Thursday, Team Building Tips with Dan Talbot. Uh, the Zoom recordings of these interviews also get uploaded to the Educational Lady Podcast YouTube channel. Come back next Thursday for another Team Building Tip and just about every day on the Educational Lady Podcast. We'll see you next time. As always, we want to thank our great sponsors. Uh, we want to thank Sideline Interactive. They're Indoor scoring tables and video boards generate income for your department and the ultimate game day experience for your athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and get started. We also want to thank Gipper. Go to gipper.com and see how athletic directors are creating custom branded content for their school's social media channel. Go to gipper.com. We also want to say thanks to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. Their interactive touchscreen consoles and their templates are a great way for you to display your school's record boards and your school's Hall of Fame. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com or you can email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com to get started. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Um, at Huddle, you can use analytics and video to help your teams and your athletes perform better. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, but as an athletic director, we were a Huddle school. And our coaches just love the smart cameras, the mobile apps. Of course, they love the analytics, but there's so much more. Go to Huddle.com, help your teams play better. We also want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Go to HometownTicketing.com, and their dedicated client success manager is going to provide hands-on support and help you set up online ticketing for sports, for dances, even for graduation. That's hometownticketing.com. We also want to say thanks to Snap Raise. Go to snapraise.com and see how their fundraising platform can help you raise thousands and thousands of dollars. Our coaches use Snap Raise and it was just fantastic. Go to snapraise.com and start raising money for your athletic department. We also want to say thanks to Final Forms, the industry leader in forms and registration. Go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake to get started. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake. And we want to thank Athletic Surveys. Go to athleticsurveys.com or email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to set up creating surveys for your parents, for your coaches, and for your student athletes. The information that you're going to get back is almost always positive, but it also helps you 
deal with those uh, squeaky wheel parents and uh, keep a small issue from turning into a big issue. That's athleticsurveys.com or email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. Thanks again for listening to Team Building Tips. As I mentioned, we do this every Thursday with Dan Talbot, Certified Master Athletic Administrator. Um, come back next week for another one. There's just about every day on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll see you next time.